Hey, Stevie, what brings you here on the internet? I'm on the internet, actually on the site Rotten Tomatoes, to see if to uh, see if I should go see the movie It Comes at Night. What a coincidence. I'm also on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm reading the user reviews. I'm reading the, uh, let's see, I'm reading the critic reviews, which have a lot of good things to say about it. David Sims, The Atlantic, says, a fairly straightforward post-apocalyptic story. Apocalyptic story, sorry about that. Tightly focused on human torment, but suffused with surprising, undeniably atmospheric sights and sounds. David Edelstein of the New York Magazine slash Vulture says, Edgerton gives another masterly minimalist performance, and Ijogo and Harrison are pre-net... Wow. Preternaturally alert. Um, See, a lot of these uh, critics have a lot of good things to say about it. What do yours say? That sounds great. Cruz B says... Worst movie I've ever seen. Nothing ever comes out at night. So boring and a waste of money. Please don't watch it with three explanation points. Let's go see for ourselves. Let's go. And we're back, and that was the biggest waste of time you can ever have in a theater. I am so disappointed and have zero idea why critics like this movie. What did you think, Pap? I think I should have listened to Cruise B back there on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, Yeah, so It Comes at Night was a horror movie by the production company A24, who... We're, we're, We're big supporters of A24. We reviewed a lot of their movies. We really like them. This is one of my most anticipated movies of the year. Uh, You've been talking about it for months. Yeah. So I guess the main spoiler of it is it's nothing like the trailers at all. What did the uh, what did the trailer game say to you? You say, and then I'll tell you what I thought. The tra- from, what the, from what I saw the trailer, what I thought it was going to be, but it just wasn't. Well, the funny thing was is I was like desperately avoiding trailers because I was so much anticipating this movie. But I accidentally saw one in a movie theater, and... The impression that I got was it was going to be more of a a similar story to The Witch, where there's something in the woods and it's coming at at night to get the family. Mm -hmm. A little bit more of a horror movie with a supernatural or um, devious threat. What did you think? See, the trailer I saw, I didn't see like a full trailer. It was kind of like a teaser, and it was just of, um, I think, a that character's name was Will, tied up against the tree. Yep. And, like, he had, like, a bag over his head, and you see Joel Edgerton walking towards him with, like, the gas mask and gun. And I was like, okay. From what I'm gathering from this, I thought, like, maybe Joel Edgerton and his family were, like, kidnapping people and, like, serving, like, people up as sacrifices. Almost like a deliverance-type hillbillies in the woods story. Yeah, kind of. I thought, like, it was going to be, like, survival, a little bit of supernatural. I mean, I didn't expect, like, a not, like a monster in the woods, but just something out there. So then what this movie turns out to be is it's actually set in a post-apocalyptic future. There's been some sort of disease outbreak, and this family made up of uh, Joel Edrington uh, and a couple other people I've never heard of uh, (laughs) are on their own in the woods. The movie opens up with uh, the grandpa of the Uh. main character, Travis, uh, who's played by Kelvin Harrison. I think he did a pretty decent job. Kelvin Harrison Jr. 
Yeah, we can talk about that later. But so it opens up with the grandpa figure, the pappy, catching the disease and getting taken out back and shot and buried. And then it's sort he of, got old yeller like right off the bat. Yeah, and then spoiler alert: it ends with uh, everyone dying, including the kid uh, and sort of the two parents, sort of looking at each other distraught. Um, Who also were infected. So yeah, I mean, what? What did you think about sort of the plot of this movie since it was a complete curveball? It was a, it was such, I'm still mad at like the marketing game A24 tried to play this out to be, which I think they kind of realized what they had on their hands, which was nothing. And they tried to morph the trailer into something that people might see and tricked us all. It was really misleading on their part. Very misleading. I don't like that. Disingenuous. Very, they're, they're on my, uh, on my list right now of people I don't like, but, um, I don't know. This plot was it. It could have gone so many different ways. Um, it doesn't really like the first hour is awesome. Like the uh, Will like showing up in the red room and there's great tension of kind of like tying up Will. Um, start trying to believe if you know his family really is out there. Yeah. So like, even like Will. Even, like, Will is this character. Ahead. Will is this character who visits the family. Right, uh, it actually is breaking into their house. Um, yeah, and you don't quite trust Will all the time. Like, there's some some suspicion in the story. There's that, something there. Yeah, not everything lines up. But so he goes to get his wife and child, and they all move in together, like one big happy family. Sorry. Yeah, and it kind of it does that like happy family montage thing too, where people are smiling. There's like food on the table. Travis is cutting wood. Um, he's looking at. Uh, will's wife very weirdly and i imagine like has thoughts about i mean he dreamed about her right yeah it's a very Were those dreams it's like so okay so another th- part about this movie is there's not really a lot of tension when the characters are awake but when uh when travis goes to sleep like the first dream he has is a jump scare about his dead grandpa and that sort of sets the tone for all of the dreams are like actually where the tension in this movie is. And at one point mm-hmm. he has like a sex dream about uh, Will's wife. Kim. And, yeah. Will's wife, Kim. Yeah. And she like slime time lives in his mouth. This black dude. <laughs> it's disgusting. A lot of blood there. Yeah. And what was his, what were the other dreams? Cause like a lot of the time I was just like, Oh, the one where like the dog ran in the woods. Mm. There's one, and, there's one dream of his parents having sex uh, or, he hears them having sex. I, I guess from a technical perspective, this movie's pretty good. The lighting's good, and the uh, the sound. It was shot awesome. It looked really professional. And the sound design is good. I guess you get a lot of hearing someone talk through a door or through a wall or through an attic or something like that. And uh, really, one of the only moments of levity we have is like like you mentioned when the whole family is getting together and like hanging out, or when Travis is like eavesdropping on these guests like he hides in the attic and listens to like their private conversations and like intimate moments and stuff so and he does like the same thing to his parents yeah it's really like, weird he's listening to like like he's kind of like the uh, creepy caretaker of the shining he's just constantly like listening to people through like doors and like walls yeah and and one one other thing that i noted down too and and i think that what a24 was trying to do is they had the movie the witch last year Mm-hmm. Which made um, like twelve million dollars opening weekend. It's like they and that was released in February. So it's like what they did was they took their like spotlight 
quote-unquote horror film and moved it into the summer, but it's not doing as good. And it's remarkably similar to The Witch. So here, here's what I had written down. You have a teenage protagonist <laughs> yep. in the woods. Check. They have, a Check. La- they have a lack of technology. Check. There's a threat of surviving and they're up against nature. Check. Isolation in the woods setting. Check, check. Something evil potentially in the woods or unknown. Never comes. A young child is a vehicle for bad things to happen to the family. (laughs) Lust is part of the downfall of the main character. Sexual tension between two characters who live together. Uh, Patriarchal father figure who's clearly the head of the house. Uh, Very angry. Something coming out of someone's mouth for a spooky effect. This is very similar to The Witch now that you speak of it. And a dog dies. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, chasing an animal into the woods, farm animals. And they actually had the same Black Phillip was in this movie. They used the same goat. God. And then, yeah, a dog dies. Another A24 movie where a dog dies. That's a staple for A24 now. It's almost hacky at this point. It's it's, it's almost kind of like right when I saw like the dog, like right when I saw like they had a dog, I was like, he's old and that thing's going to die one way or another. Yeah, like, I, it's, it's 824, it. it's going to happen. As soon as I saw the dog, I was like, that dog's dead. And in, in every movie <laughs> that I see in theaters, like, there's always like some people who are just completely shocked by this. But it's like, you can't keep going to the well. Like It's at least four or five deaths by dogs in 824 movies in the past. Make it a alone. cat. At some point, no, make it a cat. don't make it a cat. But <laughs> So I guess... One of my biggest problems with the movie isn't even so much the fact that nothing happened. It's just that it's a completely bleak story where nothing really surprising or interesting happens at all. Like, you, the main character sort of premises that he's going to die, and then he dies, and then everyone dies, and then it's, the movie suddenly ends. What did you think about that? I wasn't... I didn't love the lack of story. Like, it had a cool, like... As I said, the first hour was awesome. It had a cool setup, and like it could have gone a lot of different directions. But it's just like the most meandering movie there ever was. Because like all the action really happens in Travis's dreams, or quote-unquote dreams. And nothing really huge happens in the movie until like the end. Where pretty much, you know, it's the departed all over again. Everybody dies in five minutes. It feels like he was borrowing pretty heavily from The Shining too, because he's like emphasizing the red door... And I guess this scare. I mean, you see that a lot in horror movies and Stephen King movies, where there's something behind that door. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's pretty obvious. But and then at the end, there's no real, there's no real mystery. There's nothing apparently supernatural, right? It's just the little kid opened the door and let the disease. I got in. so sad in the theaters when I like right not because like Travis died, but I was so sad like right when you realize that Travis is sick, I was like. This movie's going to end explaining nothing. Like, I thought there was going to be some awesome reveal. Like, you know, I'm not, like, I was watching this thinking something's got to happen. Something's got to happen. And it just never came. And, and it, it ends abruptly at around the 94, I think it's 94 minutes. So it's like they had time, they had space to explore it, but it barely gets to the hour and a half mark. And it's still like, no, This movie felt long, else. didn't it? It really did. It, it was a short movie that felt long, as opposed to a long movie that feels short. I mean, this movie felt like a two and a like two hour movie, and it crawled to ninety one minutes. 
not not long at all. Just felt it was it was torture watching it. So I guess let's get. Do you have any final thoughts, or are you ready for our yes or no segment? Um, it's a really well acted movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Joel Edgerton does an awesome job. Like, it, it, if you're gonna watch this movie, it has really good acting, but just horrible writing. It just you know, spoiler, you've probably already seen it. Nothing happens. There's no monster. You don't really see... You don't really know anything about the virus that apparently has wiped out a ton of the Earth. The monster is humanity. I saw a lot of that on the internet. Well, that's so stupid. And <laughs> I don't understand critics, how they can give this movie a thumbs up. Like, them just calling it art, or like, I'm still shaking and thinking about this movie. It's like, no! This was a bad movie. I had no idea what it wanted to be. Were you ever scared? Um... Probably the most uh, scared, I, most tension I felt throughout the whole movie was when um, Will had a gun on Joel Edgerton and then Sarah had a gun on uh, on Will. And it was kind of just, you know, anything could happen at this moment. But I was never scared. Well, well, actually, the only thing I really was waiting for is when the dog ran away. I was like, something cool can happen here. And no. Yeah, they go like behind a tree, and there's like something making noises, but they don't investigate. Yeah, what was up with Travis drawing those creepy skeletons? <sighs> so much is not answered. But then, like, I don't know if I was ever scared as much as I felt. Uneasy. The witch scared me. This movie did not scare me. Yeah, the first the first dream sequence was that jump scare. It's like it sort of sets the tone, but they literally like follow this formula where it shows Travis in bed, shows him falling asleep, so you know it's a dream, and then like. It gets progressively more and more predictable. By the fourth time it happens, to like, okay, here we go again. Here comes the spooky part. Yeah, and it does like the like the fade to black. Like, okay, we're in dream sequence world now. Yeah, exactly. It's a slow. It's a really slow burn for only being ninety four minutes. Uh, and the only note that I had was, I guess, Trey Edward Schultz this is like his second uh, movie that he's directed. And he directed and wrote this, but I guess he wrote it right after his dad died. So, yeah. I mean, that definitely sets, like, the tone for them. Everything is, like, really bleak and sad. In the end, everyone dies. There's nothing you can do. Everyone's just dead. So it's really, like, kind of, like, a downer for a summer movie. It was a downer and just... Uh, my question... Do you have any theories that, like... Do you have any thoughts that maybe, like, Travis was sick the whole time? I was hoping there would be a twist or some... Like I don't know something that was something there. explaining yeah. something. Yeah, if if it would have been all mental or like I thought maybe they were because this up was saying elsewhere in the woods. I thought they were maybe setting up where his dad was going to be evil or something like. And what the witch does is like the witch's action builds and builds and builds and builds, and it's all grounded in reality until the very end, pretty much. And when it crescendos into that like Anya Taylor Joy is like flying with the witches or yeah. whatever. Like, that's so satisfying. This movie just kind of it just ends. Everyone dies. Like there's no there's no twist. There's nothing explained. There's nothing to really be gained other than oh that was a pretty good looking movie. Uh, yeah, that's like <clears throat> good looking, well acted, terrible story. That's like the best way I can describe this movie in a breakdown. So I'm guessing that's a yes for you. This is one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. I feel like 2017's really letting me down at the theaters. Um, this isn't like circle, but like the circle bad, but it, it just never gets anywhere. It doesn't explain anything, which I'm fine with the ambiguity. 
but have some satisfying payoff to like, I just sat through an hour and a half of nothing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, this is a, this is a strong no for me. Wait for Netflix to waste your time to fall asleep to it. It's not tragically awful and there are good no. elements. And if you're going to go to the movies, I would rather you sp- like, we should spend our money on movies like a 24 that are original screenplays as opposed to like the mummy, which is trying to build a dark universe, universe. or some bullshit. Yeah. So, but it's a soft no for me. It's just below the no line. Um, there's just not enough story here. It's a good looking movie, but it doesn't even compare to the witch and the pacing of the witch and the storytelling of the witch. And I, and I saw a lot of comments on the internet too, where it's like, people just don't get good horror. Like it's the exact same thing as the witch. No, like I like the witch. This movie's boring. The witch, like the witch has a payoff. This movie had no payoff. And it's disappointing too, because at this point last year, a 24 <laughs> given us the lobster, uh, green room and the witch already and so far we've gotten nothing close to that this year free fire yeah and this. um whatchamacallit um what's the one with daniel radcliffe oh swiss army man yeah swiss army man like they were like on fire not so much this year but hopefully they turn it around my, uh, um, my only other thought about yeah. this i thought something was really sinister about the dad when Travis was like, it was kind of the first lunch as like the whole family was there and Joel Edgerton was kind of breaking down everything, kind of like the rules. And Travis looked like he wanted to cry that whole time. And I was like, something's not right. And it never yeah. got answered. So before we give in our plugs, um, what, did you see any previews for upcoming A24 movies? We, we talk a lot about A24, like I mentioned, we have an A24 playlist on our SoundCloud, so... I saw a trailer for a ghost story. What are you What are you predicting for that? You see, <laughs> I thought it was end up gonna gonna end up being like a scary movie. No, it's not it has, scary. It, I know it had like all like this like happy music, and I was like, okay, it probably could turn dark. Um, that looks interesting. I don't think it'll get a nationwide release. Do you? It looks like this like sweeping indie epic across time and space like it looks crazy like it's casey affleck with a sheet over his head exploring time yeah um there was another h1 oh um robert pattinson looked like good uh, time yeah he wanted to break uh break his brother out of jail yeah this was at canes and and from everything i've been able to find as far as reviews it's a smash hit it's supposed to be amazing. And well, that's what they said about it comes at night. Well, Robert Patterson, Patterson, uh, Pattinson, Robert, uh, Patterson was in, <laughs> uh, the lost city of Z and he actually did a really good job acting in that. So I'm hopeful that this movie will be a return to form for a 24. I think those are the only two I saw. Same. Um, I think a good time, I think, oh, um, not an A24 movie, but what do you think about Atomic Blonde? Uh, it looks like girl. It looks like John Wick with a female. Yeah, but at least the way that they're going about it is making a new character as opposed to like rebooting it, like calling it Jolina Wick, Julia Wick. Oh, Julia like, Wick. At least they're like making an original character, so I don't yeah. think it'll be as good as John Wick. And from what I could tell from the action... It still looks like we're getting into that like 
more shaky cam handheld in the action where John Wick like pulls back and you can see mm-hmm. more. But cautiously optimistic. What about you? I'm cautiously optimistic. I think uh, the previews are showing a little too much, which is never a good not sign. A good when sign. They, it's not a good sign when a trailer shows you like the whole movie because that's all they got. <laughs> 2017, the greatest year in movies. Best year since 1994. Uh, so, is that two no's for It Comes at Night? Two no's. It's spoiled. But if you're going to spend money on a movie, waste it on. Buy a ticket for It Comes at Night and then go see The Mummy or something, I guess, if you have to. That's actually a really good idea. Like, support A24. Don't see the movie. All right. So, if you want to get in touch with us, our Twitter is spoilers underscore pod. We have a website, podcastspoilers.com. For SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play. Uh, we're on iTunes. We also have a phone number 903 776 4507. Just reach out to us, but the best way you can help us out if you enjoyed the review today is go on to iTunes, search for movie spoilers, click on the one that's a serial poll, that's us, and then uh, click the reviews tab and leave us a, a number of stars and some words. That's what helps us show up in the rankings so we can attain our number one spot in the movie's spoilers search results. I think that was it. Uh, Josh Hensley playing us out from the Rutabaga. Thanks, Josh, and better luck next time, Stevie. We'll get him next time. Let's go see It Comes at Night. How could we possibly regret that?